can you have a healthy relationship with a partner or friend without both parties having the same emotional intelligence? And how much does the success of a relationship depend on emotional maturity? Let's discuss. She, a podcast for the non-traditional woman. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a a couple. couple. Join us as we break down the modern feminine experience and explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone, welcome back to SHE, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. We're coming to you from Los Angeles, California. Make sure you follow, download and rate this podcast. I always cheer when I hear Los Angeles, California. Um, We release new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following us to be the first to hear our new topic of the week. But before we get started, we want to shout out our first ever Instagram follower, Helena Dunn, as our woman of the week for this episode. Go Helena. Yeah, go Helena. And you too can follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience to be our next woman of the week. And on that note, Today's topic, which I really want to dive into, is emotional maturity and how it affects your relationships. Yeah, and I think it's really important to mention that we're not preaching a certain way of living or even giving advice. Yep. We like to discuss topics all the time, even when we make dinner. When we're or, sitting on the couch. Exactly. Uh, we both love to throw ideas out there and play around with our thoughts and opinions. You know, we've both been in situations where we were looking for our voice and we believe many women still are. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we like to talk about this. Yeah. And this is all for creating awareness and opening discussion. And hopefully everyone listening can go back and, you know, create discussions amongst their family or friends or significant other. Yep, exactly. So I actually want to start off by reading the definition of emotional maturity so that Soph and I can break it down and break our thoughts down on it. So emotional maturity is the ability to handle situations without unnecessarily escalating them. So instead of seeking to blame someone else for their problems or behavior, emotionally mature people seek to fix the problem or behavior. So then emotionally mature people accept accountability for their actions. Exactly. Mm, Okay. And as well, let's just address why the word emotional is in that sentence and not just maturity. Yeah, go ahead. So... (laughs) So the idea of emotional maturity or emotional intelligence comes from how, you know, we use our feelings to guide the way we think or act. Yes. And I think that's because, you know, you can be mature in so many other aspects, but lack the ability to deal with your feelings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, Well, so I actually have a theory that most people end up dating someone with the same emotional maturity as them. And if they aren't, that's what ultimately leads to to a breakup you know like if you have a woman who's super frustrated with her boyfriend or girlfriend and you know their boyfriend or girlfriend isn't understanding their point of view ever they're probably on different levels with their emotional maturity yeah yeah women have you know always been associated with being uh, more of the emotional one as opposed to being rational which is such a lie well I believe that being rational is using your emotions to guide you but taking a pause before you react yeah That is such a big um, emphasis on taking a pause before you react. And that is actually a big sign of emotional maturity, like dealing with your feelings, taking a minute to process them and then reacting to a situation instead of just, you know, going like all out with your temper or hurting somebody else with the words you're saying, you know, I think that's exactly the point uh, of what emotional maturity is. And and you and I are not perfect. We have dated people in the past where our emotional maturity was not on the same level haven't we but yeah we like to build our relationship together based on that emotional maturity 
talking something out instead of fighting about it. Yeah, you and I place a really big importance on um, using emotional maturity and intelligence and integrating it into our relationship. But that's actually interesting that you mentioned the stereotype of women being more focused on their emotions. Because in my past, the relationships that actually lacked emotional maturity were with women. (laughs) Well, isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, everyone makes the assumption that women dating women must be on the same page by everything. But yes, you such a, would not a stereo, not a correct stereotype. <laughs> yeah, so it's not about men versus women. Then women and men can both lack that emotional intelligence. Oh, definitely. And I feel like the non-traditional woman would always be open to improving their own emotional maturity. And you know how we always say, "Be self-aware, strive for high emotional intelligence." And also being able to pick up on red flags when it comes to someone else's emotional maturity. Mm. And that comes with time, of course. You know, you and I, like you just said, we're not perfect. We've been in relationships in the past where the emotional maturity just didn't match. So what are some things then that emotionally mature people do that people without it don't? Oh, good question. Uh, Okay, so let's break it down. Um, I was reading an article on mindful.org and they have a really great emotional maturity test where they ask you to you know, think of someone you depend on and think of them letting you down or disappointing you. What is your characteristic way of responding? You know, are you sulking? Are you reacting with a temper? Are you getting cold with the person? And these solutions come down to communication, trust, and vulnerability, and also just having the self-confidence to put your ego aside. And I think an emotionally mature person would be able to put their ego aside and listen to somebody else's point of view. Mm, Yeah, okay, so... Uh, like shutting down discussions uh, that are like challenging or uncomfortable. So like things like that is like a sign of somebody who wouldn't be emotionally mature. Yeah, definitely. And I think not taking things too personally, like, like I said, putting your ego aside and really forming a solid way of connecting to the people around you. That would also be another sign of emotional maturity. I actually want to ask you then, what would be a sign of emotional immaturity? Uh, I guess blaming someone for everything instead of looking at your own actions and also um, not being open to other people's opinions or other people's perspective. Yes, that's such a good one. I feel like, um, you know, even if you are emotionally mature, you consider yourself emotionally mature, there's always a weak spot to improve on. Like maybe you are great at listening and seeing other perspectives, which is what I feel like my strong suit in emotional maturity is, but then you might struggle to talk about your own feelings and that's where you need to improve on. Cause I know that's definitely like for me where I would need to improve on, even though I do consider myself more emotionally mature than maybe some other people I have dated. Yeah. I guess I would be similar as you in that sense, listening in order to understand and not listening to give an answer. Yeah. You're that very, very good with listening. A strength with mine. But, but I guess, yeah, one of my weaknesses would be that I would take things too personally, which is. Yeah. And yeah. you and I consider ourselves emotionally mature. It's not that we're saying we're not, but it's also recognizing the areas to improve on. Yeah. And I think one thing you and I are really big on is using an appropriate communication style during discussions or when we're talking. And that is another sign of emotional maturity. I actually want to ask you, I mean, besides us, because we're perfect. No, we're not perfect. But have you ever been in a position where your emotional maturity didn't match someone else's? And that could be relationship, friendship, anything. Yeah, there was a platonic relationship that I was in. OT. (laughs) Where... I found it really difficult to stand up for myself in certain situations um, if there was shade thrown at me because there would be a huge argument. There was never 
an easy opportunity to sit down and discuss anything, everything turned into a row. So yeah. I just kept my mouth shut all the so time. So you would say in that case, you both had a different emotional maturity. Like you might have been more emotionally intelligent in that way. Well, I was definitely emotionally immature because I wasn't standing up for myself. Okay. I was, I guess, taking a lot of things personally in, in that relationship. The other person loved a bit of drama. You love the drama, whereas I don't. That's like yeah, you such a pet don't. peeve of mine. I always steer clear of drama. I just don't have any interest in it. So yeah. it's never my go-to, but for this person, it was. Well, that's what's funny. Not everyone is emotionally mature enough to be in a healthy relationship. And that can affect friendships too. You know, I always say different friends for different things. That way you're not expecting one friend to fulfill everything you're looking for in a friendship. But that's different for a relationship because yeah, you a romantic, expect a lot more. Exactly. In a romantic relationship, you do want most of those boxes ticked off it's easier to ignore some emotional maturity with a friend you know but if it's a boyfriend or girlfriend they are a lot more involved with you on a personal level so you know you may be living together splitting the bills have a joint bank account and it gets tricky when you are that much involved with each other and like if you need to discuss something important but it turns into a row every time like how are you going to know that like every important discussion is not going to turn into this big drama well I think that's why emotional intelligence is such a key feature in relationships and I do believe that it's so hard to have a healthy relationship without having emotional intelligence or at least being able to work on it well I'd like to circle back to what you were saying earlier about being in relationships with women that lacked emotional maturity. I think you should elaborate on that. Well, yeah, because I think it's this assumption that women are emotionally mature and women are emotional, but that's not always the case. You know, I've dated men where they are emotionally mature, but then I, yeah, I've dated women that are not. And it's just not being aware of your emotions, not listening to the other perspective. Um, If one person, person is putting in more of the work emotionally that could also be emotional immaturity someone not meeting you halfway so what did you do then when you realized that the emotional maturity levels were off well ended the relationship but more so I think before I jumped to that conclusion I tried to sort of see the other person's point of view and see if I could understand but when I realized I wasn't being met halfway that's when I was like okay I need to move on here like I feel like I'm very in touch with my emotional intelligence and emotional maturity and emotions in general and I need to find someone who matches that and look I found you Uh, well (laughs) that's so interesting though that you said you had to leave when you weren't being met halfway because I feel like a lot of people listening because I think a lot of people listening would be able to resonate with going back to a relationship more than once keep going back hoping that like that person will change change, we always hear this we have you know you know we're always chatting with your girlfriends about this how like you know oh like they're not going to change, you know, because yeah. you're looking out for your They have friend. to want to change too. You have That's, to want to grow emotionally and be aware of that. But how about like sitting down and, and trying that open conversation, you know, and seeing their reaction. Like if, if you take like the list of strengths um, yourself, the strengths of emotional maturity, take them and, and work with your partner to see like how they respond to that. Yeah. If and if it's a poor response. Do not, if it's very poor and they don't even try, mm, it's probably a massive red yeah. flag. And I think... <laughs> Um, a big red flag is someone always losing their temper like for me I try so hard to think before I speak especially if I'm dealing with somebody else's emotions that if I can't take people like reacting in anger all the time 
for me, that is such a big sign of emotional immaturity. Yeah, because if you're gonna just argue all the time, that just shows how you you communicate ineffectively. Oh, and, that's so true. And essentially, you're just veering off from uh, actually getting to the root of any problem, talking about things, discussing things, fixing the repetitive issue that's always coming up. Yeah, and I think effective communication sometimes does depend on being able to, you know, put your ego aside and admit when you're wrong, you know. Yeah. Listen to the other person's point of view before getting quick tempered. Exactly. As soon as you own up to something, a weight gets lifted, yeah. you know, a barriers get broken, and suddenly there is a channel of communication there that is mature. Oh, that's such a good point. You feel yeah, because you feel able to speak openly to that person. You may even feel more heard by them and mm-hmm. you feel so much more respect for them as well no definitely and I think the non-traditional woman would always at least be open to that you know yeah as a podcast uh, that discusses non-traditional female topics women who break out of tradition they question emotional maturity yeah analyzing of, their relationship think of any woman you know who left a relationship yeah my mother I mean you know my, <laughs> my father had the emotional intelligence of a peanut you know <laughs> I've heard (laughs) when we're like, you know, going through this list of emotional maturity, like signs of emotional maturity versus immaturity. You know, it's very clear. And I'm sure everyone at home listening can think of someone or a relationship they've been in or maybe even at a point where they themselves weren't the most emotionally mature in a situation. I love that because we're not perfect. We as individuals have learned a lot to get to where we are today as a couple. We've opened up ourselves in so many ways that when we met, we were able to be emotionally mature with each other. Definitely. You know, and we and we love spending time with each other so much, but we also need our alone time, which is a huge characteristic of being emotionally mature. Yeah, actually, that was one of the things I read that was a commonality in all discussions of emotional maturity. Like the first step is being able to be alone. Being comfortable in your own company. Yeah, and your own feelings as well. It gives you time to process your feelings about situations. Yeah, and getting in touch with your emotions and not suppressing them so that when you are in a conversation with somebody or there's a discussion, You're not going to run away from that. Oh, that's such a good point. Yeah, exactly. So what's something you would say is labeled as an emotional weakness when it's actually a sign of emotional maturity? Oh, um... I knew I would get you on that one. (laughs) Well, actually, no, I've thought of something. (laughs) Um... Walking away from a situation. I think a lot of people would think, oh, I know, I know, I just said a few minutes ago, like, you know, you don't want to run away from like a, a discussion or something. But if something's getting very heated and you feel like now is an appropriate time for me to walk away. I have been in arguments, my sister and I, we we <laughs> used to argue a lot, but we've grown up now. But um, I can just think like when we used to be in arguments together, I would need to have to walk away just for the simple fact that I needed to gather my thoughts. Yeah, I you didn't want to say not fly something off the that, handle. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't want to hurt her feelings and say something in the moment. That you didn't mean. Exactly. But it may have seen, seemed like a weakness, to leave the situation when in fact it was a moment for me to to cool gather off. your thoughts cool <laughs> off, to cool yeah. off you sometimes know? you need that minute because and it's a sh- it exactly, is a sign yeah. of strength and what you and I were talking about a second ago you know having that moment to yourself alone time I needed that you know and it worked for me I wouldn't run away from the discussion itself because we would always like talk about the argument and work it out later but in that moment I would have to walk away just to cool off that's yeah, such a it good worked point. for me to walk away. So, And yeah. I think, you know, everyone listening at home can maybe think of situations they've been in where, 
you know, they needed a minute to cool off and maybe you didn't take that minute and you said something you regretted. I think everyone's done that at some point. Do you know, that's exactly it. Because I know she's listening now going, oh my God, Sophie, you really (laughs) pissed me off as a kid. But um, now you're adults and you know how to deal with that. Yeah. So I know I've said things to hurt her feelings in the past. That's why I've learned to be like, I, I know I personally need to walk away. So yeah, that's and that's a sign yeah. of emotional maturity, even being able to reflect on past experiences and thinking, oh, this is how I would have changed it. Or, oh, I'm glad I reacted that way. Or I'm glad exactly, I, you yeah. know, walked away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a big part of emotional maturity is analyzing as well how you've reacted in the past and maybe what you could have changed about your your own reaction in that situation, you know? Yeah, we can't go back in time. So we need to learn from those mistakes, acknowledge them and learn from them. Yeah, it's all about personal growth. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, so what would be your episode takeaway for today? We always do episode takeaways and I feel like I have a few for this one, but uh, what would be yours, Soph? Well, I know we talked a lot about romantic relationships, but aside from that, friendships also need a healthy balance of emotional maturity. Yeah. Instead of uh, putting up with something, it's important to be able to discuss it without it turning into drama or rehashing it over and over. That's so true. It's not fuel for further arguments, Mm. you know. Yeah, I like to think of, you know, like a TV show. If two characters on the show have a discussion, they usually deal with it there and then and it's not brought up in every other episode yeah actually that's a good point yeah so being emotionally mature and intelligent is a strong quality to have as a person for sure whether it's uh, in work with your colleagues with your boss your employees yep I really believe that it's hard to expect to have a healthy relationship with anyone in life without working on your emotional maturity And that's what this episode's all about. And I guess uh, that would be my takeaway, you know, recognizing when a relationship doesn't meet the emotional maturity that you're looking for and being able to work on that together or even just realizing that it may be time to walk away. Well, that's all from us today. We'd love to hear your story and how you're living a non-traditional life as a woman. Follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. Yes, we will be choosing to shout out one of our Instagram followers on our next episode. So make sure you download and follow this podcast as well. Rate our podcast and of course, share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic. Ask yourself, how emotionally mature am I, you know? Yeah. (laughs) See you guys next episode. Bye.